What's going on, Neptunians? It is I, Bobby Neptune. So that means this is another episode of I Don't Know Yet. So uh, a couple episodes ago, I spoke about the vaccine uh, and asked, you know, who's taking it, who's not taking it. Uh, I got a little bit of feedback. A lot of people were, uh, you know, hitting me with the, uh, you know, the actual science of it, saying like what's in it. And it hasn't been just thrown together willy nilly. And, you know, you have to have some type of trust in something to get through this, uh, you know, huge COVID thing. Then I had opposing factors where people were saying, you know, yeah, I'm definitely going to stand on the sideline and watch what happens. I don't care what science is applied to it or what it's made out of or what it's made to do. I want to watch it um, actually do what it's supposed to do uh, for a little while before I, you know, let myself get hit up with it. And then I had a couple people like, no matter what it does, I'm just not going to fuck with it. So, you know, I respect every one of those opinions, you know what I mean? And because it's still an ongoing thing and it probably will be for a while, I'm definitely going to weigh in on it here and there. And here is one of those here or there moments. So um, I just want to, you know, definitely talk about how I've been seeing a lot, a lot of people still continuing the argument between the pro and the anti-vaxxers. And uh, a lot of, um, you know, pro-vaxxers have been hitting a lot of the anti-vaxxers with a lot of the science, you know, been uh, Googling a lot of the facts and just writing them all down and waiting for people to, you know, start speaking their mind. And then they start going in on them like, well, don't you know that there's this in there and there's this in there and this is what's helping and this is how it's going to do it. And, you know, the, the a lot of the anti-vaxxers, you know, um, that I hear get into these debates, not saying that there's a lot of them because you have people like Riza Islam and a lot of other people out there who actually do know the science behind it and why they're standing, you know, they're going to stand back a little bit and watch what it does first. You know, I just think that, um, as in everything, I think that we have to have a level of understanding from both sides. I mean, yes, there's going to be, you know, opposing feelings all the time, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think that we should, you know, be judging or coming at each other because of it. Like, if it's somebody that doesn't want to take the shit, then, you know, it is what it is. If it's somebody that does want to take it, then that's cool. But it doesn't make sense to try to slay somebody who says they don't want to take it or to try to uh, discredit the things that they say for the reasons that they say that they don't want to take it. Like, um, you know, for example, the flu shot, like the flu shot was introduced in the early in the 1930s. And uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't available for like mass scale distribution until like 1945. So that's like 15 years of trials, tribulations of, you know, different effects of it. People, there were uh, symptoms from people just getting, you know, aches and pains to all the way people getting the actual flu itself. You know what I'm saying? There's a small percentage of people that actually passed away. So you got to think that, you know, the people who are saying that they want to stand back and, and you know, kind of watch what happens, it, it does make sense. I mean, no matter what trials they put this vaccine through already, it still has a whole human population to get through. And there's tons of people, you know, big, small, uh, you know, there's tons of different blood types, there's tons of different body types, there's tons of people who are in shape, there's tons of people who are not in shape. You know, there's all these little factors that we have to uh, factor in that no matter what trials they've done, it still didn't cover every single base of the 7.5 billion people or however many billion people are on this planet. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that has to... Uh, be brought into your mind when you want to be one of the people who are like, I'm immediately going to shove all these facts down your throat, you know, because there's other facts that go with that. Then we got, you know, the measles vaccine, which was 1962 between 63. And there was two types of vaccines for the measles. Um, both types were tested. And one type uh, was, you know, was a better strain, you know, of the of the actual vaccine than the other type, meaning that 
the other one, the first one that was tested caused issues. You know, it, it caused problems. It caused um, uh, things that happened afterwards, side effects, you know, and they chose the one that didn't. So that this has been going on like that. That's how vaccines work. So you got to think that um, anybody who knows that type of thing, the same way they know vaccines work in, in aid and healing and stuff like that. Vaccines do work in the way of, you know, causing side effects and causing other things to happen. Um, you know, there was also for the measles vaccine, there was kidney cells used from a, a monkey that um, they don't they're not saying 100 percent, but it's linked to causing cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, bone tumors, brain cancer. And it's not, um, they're not going to, they're not saying it's a hundred percent with the meat, the first strain of the measles vaccine, but it's in connection with it. So it's like, you know, there's, there's definitely reasons that, um, you know, we should be able to stand back without hearing anybody talk shit and say, yo, I just want to see what happens to this shit first. Now to people out there, I think, you know, to people out there who are just like, yo, I don't want to take it and they don't care. You know what I'm saying? They're like more power to anybody who wants to take it. That's cool. But if they're like, I don't want to take it. And then they just start, you know, spitting that, 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 that nonsense, you know what I'm saying about why they don't want to take it. Then I think we should, you know what I'm saying? Like, just let them go into their own world. I think it's up to everybody to try to find their, the information out on their own though. We have to definitely, um, you know, be knowledgeable about this shit. If you don't want to be involved with it right now, then, then just, you know, weigh in on a, on a base that you know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Don't just say it's because, you know, uh, you know, the government hates us or because I don't trust the government or because like who really does trust the government who trusts pharmaceutical companies. I feel like those are all like, um, like those are all like unwritten statements. Like we all we we all feel like that. Like nobody trusts the government. Nobody trusts you know motherfucking Pfizer or any of these other companies. And you we all do understand that there is money behind this. You know what I'm saying? Like there definitely is money to be made. There's money that's going to be made off of this vaccine. Everything. So those things are things that we should take into account. But I don't think they should be the reasons that we use. When we're, um, you know, trying to dispute why we don't want to, why, you know, the people who don't want to take the vaccine don't want to take the vaccine as of right now. You know what I'm saying? And the people who just don't want to take it, period. Like I said, if they don't want to take it and they want to be on some conspiracy shit, then let them be in their own zone. But if they don't want to take it and they like, yo, you know, I got some 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 information on like why and you're interested in that, then you should hear them out because in every stage of, you know, vaccination and every stage of anything, you know what I'm saying? Any Anything in the medical field, anything, anywhere, you know, restaurants, anything. If you look at all that shit under the same umbrella, it all has to get tested first. You are, you always have to have a control group. You always have to have a placebo group and motherfuckers that have to get the shit and tell you how it is before it hits the masses. And it still might hit the masses and, and suck and people might hate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the tests don't always give you the 100% answer that you're looking for. So I think that that's definitely something that all of the people who want to um, you know, debate everybody about like, yo, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. They need to take that into account. Yes. Um, you know, COVID is definitely serious and it's something that within the next year and the rest of the upcoming years, we want to try to gain, get some type of hold on or get some type of footing with, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think that, that 
is by just throwing all our eggs in one basket all the time. Every time that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said before, we look for buzzwords like vaccine, like, you know, cure, and we just throw everything at that instead of sitting back for a little while and assessing the situation even more. You know what I'm saying? The deeper we go, the deeper we get down this rabbit hole, the more that we actually find out as just average citizens about the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? I know they got people studying it and doing what they're doing, but we're, we're the ones that... um you know, we're going through shit immediately and all of these other things like, you know, the vaccines and stimulus checks and all this other shit, you know, we always have to be on the wait, the waiting end. So, you know what I'm saying? In order for us to be a little bit more proactive, we have to be uh, paying attention to everything that's going on right now. You know what I mean? We have to be uh, able to understand it for ourselves. We don't have to, we shouldn't have to be uh, feeling like we need to look towards, you know, Fauci for everything or look towards any any of these doctors, any or anybody. We shouldn't feel like we have to wait for their responses or wait for their answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is common sense, you know? And uh, at the end of the day, I think we need to use our common sense to gain some knowledge for what we want to do instead of arguing with each other every day, all day about bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Let's just try to heal this shit together and try to get through it together and not rely on the government and not rely on, you know, solely rely on the government and solely rely on pharmaceutical companies and all that. Give them what they want. They give us what we want. You know what I'm saying? Simple as that. But, um, you know, so like I'm saying, if you if you want, if you're all for it, then more power to you. If you're not for it at all, more power to you, too. You know what I'm saying? If you're for it, but you want to see how it's going to go first, more power to you on that front. And um, if you're, you know, at the end of the day, no matter if you're any one of those three, if you're for it, against it or you're just waiting, uh, make sure that you're promoting like a healthy lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And when I say that, I don't mean like the trendy lifestyle, like the trendy healthy shit. Like I don't mean like kale shakes, you know what I'm saying? And and CMOS and like, don't just think because you're just starting something uh, today or you started it two weeks ago that, that it's all good. Like, oh, I start, no, you had, this is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle choice. It's just like, you know, when somebody decides they want to lose weight, you know what I mean? It's not, you don't just lose the weight and then go back to doing what you was doing before. Somebody decides they want to get in shape. You don't just stop doing things and get in shape and then go back to doing what you was doing before. No, you continue this routine. You continue living this way throughout the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it works, it works best for you. You know, I think that, um, promoting healthy lifestyle, living a healthy lifestyle, all that shit, uh, makes your, um, it's going to make your immune system formidable. We all have an immune system and the immune system is, is built to defend. You know what I'm saying? So no matter if we're in the worst shape or we're in the best shape, it's going to defend. You know what I'm saying? No matter what. But if you make it formidable, if you make yourself a little formidable, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? If you're one of those people that can kind of breeze through the common cold, you know what I mean? And you can, you know, um, strengthen yourself a little bit more, then definitely you, you, that's what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and, and it, especially if you're somebody who has a, a compromised immune system in any way, I know that, you know what I'm saying? You're definitely going to want to try to, uh, you know, Bring, bring as much positive and healthy shit into your life as possible. So I think a along with um, whoever is declining, whoever is all for it, and whoever is just waiting, make sure that we're living and promoting a healthy lifestyle. Make sure that we're being active. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that we're um, 
passing this stuff down the line to our children, make sure that we're doing the same things with our friends. You know, if you, like I said, I, I said this a while ago, if you consider yourself somebody's friend, if you consider yourself somebody's family, then there's no reason that you shouldn't be making sure that they're healthy too. You know, I know that we all like, you know, like to eat whatever we want and snacks and all that. But as long as you, you know, start trying to learn your metabolism and learn you, like learn your health, learn, you know, don't, don't just try to go off things you see and then uh, apply it to yourself like oh it worked the same way here and it's basically healthy so it should work for me no you got to learn yourself too you know so then you can apply all of those things you might you might need less of a certain substance or less of a certain activity while other people might need more or you might need more you know what i'm saying so try learning yourself stay on that shit though you know what i'm saying don't give anything um, any foreign bodies, any foreign object, anything that would enter your body to do you harm, don't give it a fighting chance. You know, create a, a system to where you hitting motherfucking germs and shit with Mike Tyson punches. You know what I mean? So um, just continue to be healthy along with vaccines and cures and all that shit. Just try to be healthy, as healthy as you can. So um, now I'm going to switch gears a little bit and I want to talk about hip hop. So with the you know the coronavirus and the quarantine and all that i've been listening to a lot more uh mcs that i haven't listened to like ever you know just to see what you know just just to see what niggas are sounding like these days and um it's crazy because i've literally heard the same rhymes like 20 times over you know what I'm saying? And if anybody out there is really listening to the shit these dudes are saying, these rappers are saying, then they'll know that a lot of these a lot of these motherfuckers is recycling lines over and over and over again. Um, there was a point in time where, you know, hip hop, you, you had to, you had to have a skill. You had to have skill. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like it's it, being uh, an MC is like being is, is being a musician. And being a musician, you have to hone your craft. You have to get better. You have to always be doing it. You never felt like you never feel like you did. You've done enough. No matter how hot the record was, no matter where you land on the charts, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You never feel like you've done enough. You know, and um, that would always uh, create that fire and that desire and that drive to make you know to make MCs go hard. And like, you know, they, that would create different styles that would create uh, differences where you could see like, damn, where you would want to hear mad MCs on a track together because they all got their own flow and you know that they all could rip it. Not four niggas that sound exactly the same. They're just different people. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, the game is really it's really, really weird these days, you know, and it's it's kind of funky because it's like if you really do want to go. Um, you know, go for the bars and go for the real artistry of it. The underground is king. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, you know, um, team backpack, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of different um, groups like that, like Lyrical Lounge and like Lyrical Lemonade and, you know, a lot of different, um, you know, lyricist groups and shit like that. Like there's so many that you would consider it underground now just because of the the way that they spit. And it's like all of this, all of these rhyme, all of this rhyming that is uh, underground type rhyming used to be actual, you know, rhymes that were 
the, the rhymes that were out there, you know what I'm saying, along with everything else. And it was like, you know, there's a point in time, if you go back a little bit, where underground and mainstream rhymes weren't that far apart. It was just the type of songs that were being, that were being made. So it's like you got some MCs who are going to be like, yo, I'm going to make this type, these type of mute, this type of records. I'm not going to make like love, lovey-dovey records, or I'm not going to make like in the club records. I'm going to make records for my core audience and anybody else who loves the underground and loves getting put on the new underground shit. But it's still... you still could catch you know what i'm saying those same dudes rapping on a track or chilling with the, the mainstream niggas you know what i'm saying because they had the styles were similar you know what i mean you might hear them on a, a clue tape or some shit like that but it's just like i just feel like you know nobody really gives a fuck anymore because all you re- like you literally all you need to do is just you know get a banger and you know make one or two songs based off of another net like all these songs sound like continuations of other songs. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, I love seeing um, MCs, you know, get in the bag. Like, that shit is dope. But it's just like, where do you go after you don't have, when you don't have any skill, and then the, the, the people who are using you for shows, and the people who are using you, like, owning, owning your masters and all that shit is cool, but if you don't have any skill to keep producing beyond, like, one record, you know what I'm saying? Then, yeah, you own one, one record. You know what I'm saying? Or you own, like, ten records. But what the fuck do that got to do with, like, a an actual career you know what i mean like if you pick up if i go pick up a guitar and and give my man a bass and give my other man a guitar and then have a nigga on some drums and a nigga on the keyboard and we never touched this shit before but we just seen niggas play you think we'll just be able to get out here and 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 be able to you know be come out with a platinum record of me out here sounding like pink floyd it doesn't work that way so i think that there is a level of accountability that we do have to hold with this hip-hop game if not this shit is going to be what people think i mean like like let's just not let's 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 just be real like in 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 a lot of households the hip-hop game is a fucking joke it's a joke you know, every time you talk, I don't okay, put it this way. I don't know how many people out there watch the show 90 Day Fiance, but on that show, each and for the last three or four seasons, let's say four or five seasons, there's been a, 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 a person on there that rapped. And these dudes are like, some of them are like 45. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it's, it's such a, um, I'm not, and look, I'm not saying the age is, is what matters. I'm just saying that, that they're not MCs. Like, they're just reality show people. And because rap is such a trend and everybody feels like, yo, I can I can rhyme some words. As long as you can rhyme some words, you can you can do this thing. And boom, now everybody's an MC. And now everybody's an MC that's that are actually getting on. Now the records that are being played, they, they sound like a bunch of nonsense. It sounds like a bunch of nonsense. And it's not like that doesn't have its place. It does. But the other shit has has its place in there with it. And I just want to see MCs grow. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see and I want to hear, you know what I mean, the growth over time. Like, yeah, we got a lot, a lot of club, a lot, a lot of pop, a lot, a lot of trap, you know, and but there's definitely room for the other shit. You know, if we don't make room for the things that are needed, then the game is going to be one sided. And the way that it is now, it's stupid because at the end of the day, people just all it is is a whole bunch of niggas talking about the same shit and killing each other. Like, that's literally what's happening. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I'm not making it up. I'm not saying some shit that could happen. That's literally what's happening. And then somehow all these dudes know each other, not even on a a, a, a gracious way. They know each other on a on a beef way. You know, you could like I said before, you could go on you can go on YouTube right now and just like Google rap beef. You know what I'm saying? And there'll be a whole bunch. And I'm not even talking like old rap beef from like Tupac and Biggie or like in the early 2000s. I'm talking about right now. It'll be dudes that that probably have more beef videos than they actually got music videos. They probably got more Instagrams and and tweets and and shit like that where they talking shit about somebody else or, you know what I'm saying, Snapchats and shit than they have actual records, you know? And it's, it's, it's disappointing, especially being somebody in hip-hop, especially being somebody that loves hip-hop. I'm of hip-hop. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's sad. And so I think that we just need to step up our game. You know, I think that we need to still keep the records bumping the way that they bump, but also add a level of skill. Bring the skill back. You know what I'm saying? Let's see how motherfuckers can play with these words. You know what I'm saying? Let's hear some cadence flips. You know what I mean? Let's let's not only let's not have it to where if you want lyrics, you only pointing to four or five specific people. Let's have it to where you got a whole net of people. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way I feel like the game should be going, and it's and and, and it's not, and it sucks because of that. Um, another thing on the rap tip. I was watching some Instagram live shit and I noticed that rappers for some reason think that they smoke better weed than the average person just because first of all, you niggas are rappers. Okay. So why do you, I don't get why you make videos talking about y'all don't smoke this type of weed. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm one of the, I am a Mary Jane connoisseur to the nth degree, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever I got to do to get my hands on some good quality kush, I do to do that. You know what I'm saying? So like when I sit there and I watch rappers talk about what what other people don't smoke or what they it's bullshit, okay? Y'all are barely even smoking fire as it is. And the thing is, you should be. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you should be because of the arena that you're in. But any day that any MC or any, you know, Gilly the Kid or anybody wants to try to come and 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 think that they have better ganja than Bobby Neptune. And I'm talking about me personally. I don't know what the fuck these other niggas are smoking, but me personally, we can sit down and have a session and you'll say, well, damn, I never smoked no weed like this with, with you know, with uh, somebody who wasn't a, 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 a five-star triple platinum MC with the strains the same color as Aurora Borealis or some shit. No, I got that shit for you. So I just had to I just had to throw that out there because I you know, I've been watching a lot of Instagram videos. I'm telling you quarantine, you know, has done a lot of things and opened me up to a lot of things that I wasn't really watching before and just the level of braggadociousness from some of these people that don't even know what the fuck they're talking about is bullshit and I just think it needs to be addressed sometimes. Um last but not least, I just want to say uh, I don't and I don't even normally talk about like relationships and stuff like that. But I do want to say I was having a conversation with someone and um, I I feel like, you know, they were talking about the thing where, you know, um, if the guy is with the girl, should he pay all the rent and all that shit? And I was just saying, you shouldn't be a ball hog in the relationship. 
You know, I think that in a relationship, it's here for us to be a team. We're supposed to level each other up throughout the whole thing. If I'm just taking on sole responsibilities, then that would, one, I would, you know, I mean, naturally, I'm going to be somewhat narcissistic and I'm going to feel like I run everything because I'm doing every fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? At least the heavy lifting, which is like paying the bill. So if I'm paying all the bills, then I run the show. Why would I want to keep doing that? Because the longer I'm doing that, the the less that you're actually gaining on a team level. You know what I'm saying? If we go to practice, but I'm the only one practicing and you just sitting down, then how are you making yourself better for yourself? How are you increasing your own game? You see what I'm saying? So I think that... Um, you know, we are supposed to share the load, share the responsibility. Yes, if whoever feels like, yo, I want to do this because I just feel like it because I love you. So I'm going to do I'm going to pay all the bills this month. And then somebody's like, well, I'm going to make sure I return that favor and I'm going to do it, too. You know what I'm saying? There has to be reciprocation because that's the only way for both parties to grow. Now, if you don't want to grow or if the level of your growth is based and rooted in something different, like if you're like, you know, this is what he this it works for us for him to just do this and for me to just do this and you guys have a very very good relationship it's very cohesive and it works out well then that's cool but if you're just one of those people who are like yo if this if the nigga is doing this then he better be doing this too you know what i'm saying i think that certain things need to be reevaluated that's all i'm saying so when you get into a relationship and this is for men too you know what i'm saying don't be a ball don't feel like you got to pay all the bills. Don't feel like you got to, you know, run the whole show because it's at the end of the day, you can do that shit dolo. You know what I'm saying? You can pay all your bills. You can run your life by yourself, men and women. But when you join us, when you join forces, it's, it's a team effort. You guys become a dynamic duo, you know, and Batman is not going to be out there fighting and Robin is out there with him, but Robin got his back and Robin ain't trained a goddamn day because Bruce Wayne brings in all the butter and pays the bills. It doesn't work that way. We're a team. So don't be a relationship ball hog. That is it. I am Bobby Neptune. Hope you enjoyed this episode of I Don't Know Yet. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode where I will be talking about the human soul. Yes, we're getting really, really deep. The human soul. Um, also make sure you stream the other episodes, the Boltzmann brain, um, and everything else and, uh, stream, uh, Bobby Neptune on iTunes, Spotify, all of the EPs, Neptunus Rex is on the way and I will see you on the flip side. Bobby Neptune out.